Hello, and welcome to the Fun Filtered Podcast. I am joined by Jordan. Hello. And Eddie. Hello. Okay, let's just get this list going then. Okay. <laughs> okay, we'll start with the question that I was on, okay. which is, what is your favourite song of all time? My favourite song of all time is Love All Terrace Apart by Joy Division. Okay. What about you? Oh, just listening. Uh, mine is, uh, my song is Know What You Did In The Dark by Fall Out Boy. Okay, fair enough. What is yours, Eddie? Uh, mine is Heroes by David Bowie. Okay. Yes, that's like top ten for me. One of these is not like the other. Yeah, we're gonna well, let's talk about that because <laughs> I like so. Love will tear us apart. I, I I never really had a favorite song. I had like songs that I could have said, oh, for now it's this. Yeah. You know what I mean, and then in the summer of two thousand and sixteen, our minds were expanded. That was our summer. That was our it? summer. Yeah. It's like you always have like a formative. Yeah, the yeah. summer of your childhood. Yeah. That was kind of ours, I suppose. Yeah, and it was, we were past childhood, but it's the one I'll definitely look back and think of as. Um, I changed. Yeah. Like yeah. that which summer changed me. Mm. And just music suddenly became this very alive thing. I always like music, but it's like it means something more to me now for mm. some reason. And when I I obviously I'd heard Level Terrace Apart since birth, you know, that yeah, yeah. that melody everyone knows. But I, I I heard it again and it just slotted into my brain instantly, it just went, Oh, that's your favourite song. Mm. I didn't even, I don't think about it. It just I heard it, it was like, Oh, this is my favourite song. And just it has been ever since. And, it, you know, it's not a fad, is it? Because I still play it, you know. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. It is legitimately my favourite song. Mm. I don't know why. I mean, we'll say on the requestable nights and nights out. Yeah. You've requested it in the nightclubs that will play it. Yeah. In the nightclubs that will play it, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know what it is. Obviously, the melody is incredibly catchy. Would you mm. say there's anything in the lyrics that speaks to you? Yeah. I mean, Ian Curtis generally speaks to me. Mm-hmm. It's just such a melancholy song. And it's, it's quite cold, but it's warm at the same time. It's very odd. I just, I think I relate to... Odd? Uh, yeah, I relate to odd. <laughs> you relate yeah. to odd. Yeah, I just like the vibe that it conjures, you know? Uh, I, was, I mean, I, so I grew up for a part of my life in Macclesfield, it's obviously, I was aware of that, that, yeah. that for, you know, yeah. that for a while. Um, that's where Ian Curtis killed himself, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's just like, the, the, this is what I know about. No, no, that, yeah. yeah, that is, oh, yeah no, yeah. he wasn't rubbing it in or anything. No, 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 no. It, and it, it's not like it's an attraction there, but like they, they point out that, that you know, Joy Division from yes. around there, that, you know, this is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, I think it's still on at Macclesfield train station where you have... They have like different time things and I'm sure Level Terrace Apart is on one of them. Right. They have a thing about them and then I'm sure it's Level Terrace Apart on a, like one of the things, like the song that came out. Okay. And they like a date of this song. Yes. Um, I think it, 1980, I think. Because it was, I think it was released posthumously, I think. I think it was the last song they ever did. Mm. Yeah, because that, that's on his grave. That's on his gravestone. Yeah. Here at this Level Terrace Apart. But yeah, so, so obviously, you know, I knew of that, but uh, I can't say like I spent much time listening to Joy Division. Yeah. I think until you pointed out the album to me. Right. I think it was Unknown Pleasures you pointed out to me. Yeah. Possibly because I think I'd seen the t-shirt. Because at, at, yeah. at the time of which like we met, certainly, those were the t-shirts you'd find in HMV. Yes. yes. Yeah. The band t-shirts that everyone wears and then doesn't have a clue. Yeah. Who the fuck. Yeah. No. That's, you know. yeah. That's the thing, because I, I bought an Unknown Pleasures t-shirt, mm. not knowing at all that it was a popular thing for people to wear. Mm. And then, but I'm, I was looked at in the same way that, you know. Yeah. The uneducated. Other Joy Division fans are looking at you going, this guy. Yeah, yeah. but I, I, genu- I wouldn't buy a band, a, a t shirt of any brand whatsoever if I wasn't no. quite intimately, you know, acquainted with it. But um, yeah, and then pleasures, because I was out. I'm a writer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that hasn't been clear. Um, and 
I've been inspired by a lot of things, but I think Unknown Pleasures was the first kind of piece of music that inspired an idea in another form, another medium. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a whole TV series came yeah. from that album, basically. Yeah. The feel of that album. Yeah. Quick, uh, quick step back. What is the etiquette with um, T-shirts? Because there is an etiquette, right? With T-shirts? Yeah, you're not supposed to wear a band you don't listen to. But also no. you're not supposed to wear the band if you're going to their gig or something? Yeah, you don't well, You don't wear your own... If you're in a band, you don't wear your own band yes. T-shirt. Which is a rule you've broken. No, yeah, but not not on stage. No, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, you, yeah you, you're not supposed to wear one to the gig of the band. No. No, um, well, no, because the idea is you buy a new T-shirt. Yeah. Oh, so is it like a sort of, oh, I'm not going to buy, I already have my merch, I'm not going to buy merch here? Is that the well, idea? I, I think, so, I mean, I've been to a lot of, yeah. you know, I've done gigs and festivals. Mm. So with that, you know, it's new tour, it's new merch. Mm. So I think certainly the feeling is, you know, obviously, you know, support the artist, yeah. buy a t-shirt kind of thing. Yeah. So I, I, you know, if you're showing up in your old one, you don't want to buy a new, I mean, it's fair enough, but I think... You know, most of the time, a lot of the people go and will buy a new T-shirt. Okay. I think obviously supporting the artist is a big part of it. Yeah. But obviously, otherwise, it's just to like it's ex- to express your fandom, isn't it? Yeah. And it does seem odd going to a gig wearing you're expressing your fandom by going to the gig. You don't need to wear a you know yes. a, a Manic Street Preachers T-shirt when you're at a Manic Street Preachers gig. Yeah. It's just a bit silly. But also, surely that's the perfect venue to no, express why? your fandom. Why? Well, you're expressing. Yeah, but you are expressing. Yeah, but, your fandom yeah by your you're presence. expressing it by going, but yeah. you're also advertising yourself. But surely the point of the shirt is so when you're not at a gig, it's like, oh, I'm a fan of this band. Yeah, but what not, if not at the gig. But what if there are people who are genuinely at the gig, just like, oh, let's see what the, these manic street preachers are like, right? And you know, you're distinguishing yourself from the normies at that gig because you're like, oh, I don't I'm know, a fan. It's, it, yeah, and I, I would say as such, it seems like kind of almost obnoxious to do it. Okay, do you know what I mean? Like, I, I fucking love this band. Yeah. I'm a fucking fan of this band. Right. And to me, it's like, yeah, don't, don't wear the, don't wear the, it's almost like you want to be singled out as like, that guy, look, he's got our t-shirt on. Yeah. He clearly is a big fan of us. Mm. Don't do it. I okay. just, I just think don't do it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, what about um, bands you don't listen to? Or bands you're not Yeah, don't do that either. Well, no. I, I don't get angry at people who do it, but I, as a general rule... It's yeah. There's the common ones, so you'll get people like Guns and Roses and Nirvana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, but it's the Nirvana in particular mm. because the amount of people you just know don't know Nirvana. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, or if they do, they only know Smells Like Teen Spirit. Yes. Mm. Which, great. I mean, I've known Smells Like Teen Spirit probably most of my life. Yeah. Well, I mean, he died the year we were. I was born. Yeah, you were born ninety five when you. Yeah. Yeah, so we are on the back end of Nirvana, but obviously, yeah. yes, Smells Like Teen Spirit is ubiquitous. It's mm. it's everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Again, it, it's one of the one of the only things that doesn't make me angry. It seems. Um, no, I wouldn't. We found get, it. We found I, the thing. We found the one thing. <laughs> I wouldn't get annoyed. I think if someone was wearing a Joy Division T-shirt, yeah, that I knew didn't know who they were. Yeah, I don't think that would bother me. But it does seem. But what why if, are you doing it then? Yeah, I know. But that's like. Because that's from a fan perspective, isn't it? It's like, oh, you're wearing the T-shirt of this thing that I like and you don't. Yeah. You don't, you know. Deserve it. Yeah, you don't yeah. deserve it. You haven't earned it. But what if they're just like, oh, I just like the design. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So yeah. It, doesn't, like it, doesn't, it doesn't really bother me. Yeah. You know? What if it's a game, like you wear the design and people are like, oh, it's that band. Oh, what band? This band. And they play you the band and you're like, oh, I actually like this band. Right. It could be a, you know. Right. It could be a gateway. I'm not saying that's, right. you know. No, I, I, again, to, to be fair, I would say you're the person 
that I got Joy Division from. Yeah, sure. So yeah, and yeah, I you know I lived around where their music would have been yeah. played consistently. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know it. A okay, I suppose did you know different points of time. You know, growing up in Macclesfield, I was definitely not being shown that by <laughs> friends and family. Yeah. I remember being in college and being shown the Mac Lads as an example of right. music. The Mac uh, Lads. You know, and if anyone has ever listened to the Mac Lads. No. Um, they don't sound like, they don't, you know, it's not good in the tin. Um, oh, I'll put it song. <laughs> they have a song called Charlotte. Right. And one of the lines in that is, Charlotte is a harlot. <laughs> no, which that would be best name of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that would that would you know would almost be better. <laughs> Can we genuinely make a podcast? Call a podcast that. Sure, yeah. if you want to, if you're happy with that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but it's nice we found our title so yes. quickly. Um, no, no. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll get the exact lyric because I say it wrong. Okay, okay. I've, I've said it wrong in this. Is, it, is it a bad lyric? Is this why you're sharing um, this? Bad lyrics. That's not what you talking about. Oh yeah, because uh, I have an entry for bad lyrics if we're talking about that now. Um, a new one? No, no, it's the same one you're on. Okay. I mean, it's it's not the best song in the world. Okay. The opening line is "I walked into the nag's head for to sustain me belly." Come huh, This isn't. This is from Macclesfield. Why are they talking about the nag's head? Because um, there's an axe head in Mac. Oh, is there? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, that was not Frozen Horses. No, no. Reference. But Charlotte is the biggest slag in Mac. Sure. Is like one of the main like parts of the thing. It, it, it is completely, it utterly filth. It, and it's about right. a genuine woman. That, a slut. Yeah, that used to like basically spend all her evenings in the axe head in okay. Mac as well. I got my hand inside and my arm inside. And I lost it right up to me tattoo. Okay. <laughs> And this was your introduction to music, was it? No, but th- th- this was something I was played in college, and it's like, okay. Right. Ig- I'm ignor- my, the point I'm making is I'm ignoring things like Joy Division, which were from the area. Right. Yeah. Instead, You my do that, I think. You do. Yeah. I think you, you, you're prone to not... The grass is always greener sort of thing, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I mean, the jammer from Woking, which is where I'm actually from. I love the jam as well. And yeah. I didn't listen to them until I came to uni. Yeah, right. So... Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, like, once you leave... Not even once you leave home, just once you sort of get to like 18 and you sort of like start to live your own life a little bit. Mm. It does seem like there's always a correlation with music, isn't there? Yeah. Your, well, your like, music taste tends to broaden or, you know, flower when, <clears> you, when you leave home. Like oh, 18. Manic Street Preachers. I didn't really know anything about them growing up other than yeah. they were from Wales. Yeah. And so I just now, I have a negative association with them. Do you mm. know what I mean? Oh, they're a Welsh band. And because I'm Welsh, it seems kind of parochial and twee and it's mm. just not going to be very good now I'm a very big fan of uh, Max yeah. Preachers um, Stereophonics and Lost Profits Lasso <laughs> no but, but to, to be fair yeah. given that I used to listen to Lost Profits yeah. you know qu- quite religiously yeah if you'd have told me that I would randomly spend my evenings in the Your area gods that are <laughs> <laughs> that is the name of this podcast what was it? Your Gods are Nonce alright Your God is a Nonce <laughs> Oh, we're a where, was, where was this, Sam, on the last podcast? It's something about this table, I'm telling you. Such <laughs> the geography. We're not, yeah, we're not even in the dark in this one. No, I know. We're in, we're in no. the light. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you got some nonsense. Fucking hell. Oh. But yes, no, but I, I, the fact that I, I, you know, spend my evenings in Ponty recording. Yeah. Yes. Like, where they're as, from, yeah. you know, where they're from. As someone, you know, listening to that, I would have gone, Nah, the idea, the idea yeah. of being around like Wales, no. Nah. And Tom yeah. Jones, Tom Jones from here as well. 
Yeah, we're not massive fans of Tom Jones. Though, no, we're we? not. But you know, give the guy some credit. Yeah. Thunderball's good. I like Delilah yeah. as well. Yeah. He always runs. Anyway, why is Heroes by David Bowie your favourite song? It, I, th- I think it falls into the same sort of thing of my favourite film, which is it's a, it's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. In that there's like a kind of just a hope about it. Okay. So it, it, it's a weird thing of. I can watch It's a Wonderful Life at any point. Yeah. Genuinely cheer me up. You know, whatever it is about the, the film, the, the story in, yeah. you know, within the song, within that, that film. I could listen to Heroes by David Bowie probably all day. And no, it's, got, it's that guitar for me. See? Yeah. Um, and again, just the, the mood it evokes. What, what's it about, really? Because David Bowie, other than Life on Mars, I've never really, I'll be honest, like paid a lot of attention so, to lyrics. According to... Because I, I got it up to make sure I said it right. Yeah. According to, um, it was about this. It's uh, the producer engineer uh, embracing his lover by the Berlin Wall. One from the east, one from the right. The okay. west. We can be here. Um, just for so, yeah, yeah. That's a great line. Yes, mm. that's a great line. Yeah. So the, yeah, uh, I think there's something about. What? Oh, sorry. We just look. We looked at each other at the same time, as if okay. like, oh, this person's going to speak now. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Okay. It didn't happen. No. It's... Sorry, Eddie. Go on. <laughs> no. Um, Gingerbread paranoia. Yeah. Um, Go listen to episode two to get that <laughs> reference. No, I think we we shouldn't we shouldn't direct them to the referred reading. No, or just listen to the whole. Yeah, because if we just drop in references that don't make any sense without the context of prior, yeah. that will force them to listen to the audio. Yeah, but they might just think, oh, it's like a thing in their personal lives that I don't know of. They're listening. But if we direct it to the, you know, they're listening in the first place. Let's not let's yeah. not hold it against them. Okay, All right. that's something. Yeah, shout out to the three listeners we still have. I think it is three. Yeah. Well, we started off with three, so we're doing all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we started off with three. Yeah. And we've Still made got those we've, three. We've got yeah. those three. We've done, we've done well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, but as I say, it, I think it, it falls into exactly the same context with the film. Or there's just something about it, like because the lyrics aren't necessarily like happy all the way through. Sure. You know, it's one for life. Isn't happy all the way through. Mm-hmm. But then it's got like the positive point of it, as you say. If you want the rainbow, you have to put up with the rain. Yes. <laughs> Which is a fairly easy way of putting it. Yeah, but so, concise. You know, um, but yeah, I, I think because it was through the TV show Life on Mars that I heard Life on yes. Mars, and then through that that I heard Heroes. Oh, okay. Right, okay. So it came through, it's like a weird way of hearing. <laughs> yeah. You know, I heard Heroes through Pokes being a wallflower, which I think a lot of people will have Yeah, heard. that's. I think that's, I first heard it there. Obviously, I knew who David Bowie was. Yeah. As I've mentioned before, I had like an old MP3 player. Yeah. And at some point, I'm a, I got I had Let's Dance on that. Right. So that would have been a like earlier introduction to yeah. who he was. But life, I remember watching Life on Mars quite, you know, the, when I watched that. Because mm-hmm. I think I watched as much of it as I could in one sitting. I really, okay. enjoyed, I really enjoyed watching it's, it. It was a great show. Yeah. So, And the, the song as well. Like, the thing I love about that, what the hell is that song about? Do you know what I mean? It's just not a fucking good. It's you sort of get it, yeah, but you you don't quite. Mm. It, old imagery. I love stuff like that. Yeah, it, it is a you know weirdly enough, David Bowie is probably someone who has consistently been someone I've listened to. Yeah, since I what you're talking at least like seven eight years, and most other people I listen to haven't stuck around. Okay, and as I say, particularly like that song, I could quite happily listen to. Yes. Mm. So okay, yeah. George. Why is uh, my song that you did the dark by Fallout Boy your favourite song? This is not a distraction tactic, I <laughs> right. promise. Okay. But bad lyrics. We were, I was in a 
mention. We get after you explain yourself. Okay. We'll, we'll circle I'm, back to it. Right. Okay. Unless he's about to talk about the bad lyrics in this song. I haven't really. I don't really pay attention to that. that. The title is a bad lyric, isn't it? <laughs> so what, it's a, such my a song, full-on My, lyric. my yeah. songs know what they did in the dark. Light them up. Yeah, it is in, in brackets. Like it's up, very yeah. fallout boy. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it is. It is definitely very fallout boy. But it's interesting because I wouldn't say. Here's a question for yeah. both of you. Yeah. Do you think your favorite song is an accurate representation of your favorite songs as a whole? Yeah. Okay. Would you say the same for Heroes, Eddie? I mean, I mean, I mean, it's like representative of your taste in music. Broadly. I mean, it, broadly speaking, yeah. Because I have a very weird music taste, I would okay. say. Yeah, you do. Yeah, like I wouldn't say there's one. Like I, th- I'd like to think I've got quite an eclectic music taste, but I would say there's definitely like a couple of things that are particularly my taste. Mm. I wouldn't say that with you. Yours no. is just everything. I would say I can literally. I usually. When it comes down to talking about music, I will go through the genres that I have yeah. currently. Now, I do change my my iTunes quite a lot, mm-hmm. but currently there's like alternative punk, alternative rock, art rock, blues rock. So rock gets like a common theme. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then there's like folk punk, grunge, hip hop, indie, like singer songwriter, ska. Like, yeah, it, kind, it just, it does just go everywhere. Yeah. Um, but, so, yeah. No, go on. I was just, but for for me, it's because I I will listen to a certain like thing at a certain point. Mm. So you know, there there'll be a, I, if I'm walking to work, I'll probably try and listen to something that's a bit more motivational because right. usually I've just woken up yes. <laughs> and it's like an hour's walk and I've yeah. got a, you, you want, I need something to get me. Yeah, you don't want Joy Division or David Bowie to be your like work to walk. No, no, work to work in the um, song. No, I'm not. I'm not listening to Life on Mars as I'm walking to work. That's for sure. <laughs> no, but dancing in the street. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Jamie, that you know, let, let, yeah. let's dance is yeah. you know the perfect rabble yeah. rabble. Yeah, all right. Um, <laughs> Exploit my lack of Bowie knowledge. <laughs> no, but it is true. You know, I, I mean, I'm not going to listen to my chem while I'm walking to work for sure. So okay, unless it's teenagers. Yeah, okay, <laughs> maybe stop finding some. <laughs> Sam is just finding all the songs <laughs> that we could possibly. Yes. To. but generally speaking, I know, know what you're saying. Yeah, you know. Yeah, my chemical romance is known for having its sort of darker, uh-huh. yeah, kind of stuff. You know, emo. It's yeah, yeah. You know, as much as I love listening to Frank Turner, yes. you know, and see that's a name you, that I that you float a lot. Uh, when's this coming out? Uh, November twenty second. So, so do come out around the twenty second. So there's a chance by the time it actually comes out, yeah, uh, that I will have seen Frank Turner. I'm seeing him on the twenty fourth. Oh, right, oh, okay. okay. Um, might be out the day. It'll probably be out the yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm going to see him on the twenty fourth. But obviously, that's it's folk punk. It's acoustic, but it, 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 this for me is an it's a different kind of show that right. he's doing. So it's an interesting because you're used to a certain kind of experience when you go to see Frank Turner. Okay, like he's he's a good entertainer. Okay, that's missing from performance a lot these days. Is the showmanship? Yeah, I I, th- I think Frank Turner is really good at like naming. You know, he always includes the band. A lot of his songs have got good stuff you can sing along to. Mm. But he's doing kind of different tours. Like the first bit, has got stuff off the new album, mm. um, but it's like he's doing it on his own. Right now, it, it, to be fair, the new album there's plenty of it that is on his own. Mm. But then he's the rest of the set he's bringing in the band. But it's supposed to be that they're doing like slightly different versions of like older material. Okay, which is it? You know, it's interesting because then you're seeing like he's playing stuff off like his first album, which then he hasn't necessarily maybe played in like a few tours or whatever. Yeah. Which is, you know, it's great. You, you know, that's obviously good fan service. People love that. Mm. 
Um, but I'm interested because it's the first time I've gone to a gig uh, which is fully seated. Oh, right, okay. okay. Um, and I, I did tell my father and he did laugh because he said that I sounded old because <laughs> a few years ago... I was like, nah, you don't go to a gig and sit down. And now I'm like, oh. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, see it. Oh. That, my going into a club is conditional now on that I'll be able to sit down. <laughs> Genuinely, I will not go to a club if I have to stand up. I won't do it. Uh, <laughs> and yet you go to Live Lounge. <sighs> we're not talking about Live Lounge. Again. <laughs> no, we're not. Yeah, but Live Lounge, it has to be stand next to the stairs. Mm. And then as soon as a booth opens up, you get in there. Right. Okay. Um, and to be fair, I've been able to sit down every single time I've been in the last place. I think so as well. Every time I've been there. Okay. Um, You're wrong, but okay. We're wrong about being able to sit down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, see, my milieu, I would say, is like... Mainly post-punky sort of stuff. Mm. Joy Division, The Smiths, mm. Echo and the Bunny Man, a lot of like 80s yeah. post-punky bands. That's m- mainly my thing, I think. 80s. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Uh, yeah, but... Okay, we'll go back, we'll go back yeah. to Jaw, because I want to hear about the Fallout Boy song. Mm. I want to hear about why. Yes. So. Okay. Um, well, the reason I asked the question is to whether you think it's representative of your taste yes. of music. because... Yeah. Yeah. Fallout, the Fallout Boy song, not really, I no. would say. I wouldn't say that no. from that you'd be able to sort of guess my kind of what I like about no. music. Because uh, particularly older Fallout Boy, I mean, Fallout Boy now are basically a pop band, yeah. aren't they? I think like the album after my songs, not really Know What You Did, where they did... Um, so, yeah, so that's off of Save Rock and Roll, the one that yeah. comes out as American Beauty, American Psycho. Yeah, and it had the song for Big Hero 6 on it. <laughs> And uh, Immortals. Immortals, and there was like another song on there which I thought was okay, but that was prob- that's probably like the most recent Fallout Boy stuff I like. After that, I stopped really, you know, yeah. liking Fallout Boy. I would Boy. say mainly as an interesting album. The one after, okay, that okay, one. It's, a, it's an interesting. Yeah, okay. I, I like. Are, are, are you being kind there, Eddie? Interesting is the word you use when you. You either got something bad to say or you don't really have right. anything to say. It was it? was Linkin Park's more recent stuff. Very interesting. interesting. They're very interesting, very interesting stuff. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I prefer all of Don't make me slag off Linkin Park. The man, the man killed himself. No, no, no. <laughs> new Linkin Park. Not new Linkin Park, but like, you know. Right. Linkin Park at the end of Linkin Park. Okay. Because they, they're not going anymore. I think they're still going, aren't they? What? Linkin Park. They technically still are a band are yeah. they going as Linkin Park or is it like a but new the, game listen they haven't done anything since right no. because I think they I mean A Mike Shinoda's gone off and done his own stuff yeah Um, which I, I will give a shout as I thought his solo album was fairly good okay okay Um, that is something I listen to quite a lot Um, what is it is it like a Trent Reznor Nine Inch Nails sort of thing where it's him producing the songs no, or is he, it a rap album well, no, he kind of sing. It, like, it's got rap on it, but it does. He does sing. Okay, and it is. It, I, I would. I would say. You know, like. I mean, obviously, it, it's about a man. He he's written this after Chester. Yeah, mm. yeah, so, yeah. So it is about a man who has, you know, trying to figure out what the fuck to do. Yeah. Okay. Because um, Shinoda always was the architect of Lincoln Park, wasn't he? He was yeah, the guy behind it. You know? Yes. Mm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I genuinely would highly recommend giving the the album a listen. Okay, okay. I like uh, the stuff he did. I did the, the raid his score for yeah, it's great. yeah, that was a good yeah. score. Yeah, yeah. Again, Brazers out is a yeah, brilliant, yeah, um, great song. I can't remember the point, uh, but yeah, no, the th- yeah, um, but yeah. Um, so with Linkin Park now, mm-hmm. I think once they figure out how they're dealing with not having a frontman, yeah, if it's going to be someone new or what, okay, because I yeah. think that's been the problem. I think. They don't want to replace Chester. Mm. 
which is fair enough. He is irreplaceable. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. he genuinely is he, irreplaceable. He, yeah, he, but yeah, he he's one of those frontmen. Yes, I don't. Yeah. I wouldn't feel because I wasn't around obviously at the time that Cobain died. Yeah. So I would feel uncomfortable making a, a direct comparison. Sure. But it did, when Chester Bennington died, when the news came out, it did have, like the way people talk about the day Cobain died, mm. the day Chester Bennington died, it felt like that almost. I, I so, Yeah, so cause a lot of celebrities died around the same time. Yeah. That that one, I could I can't say I was massively emotionally, I'm just being honest. Yeah. I obviously it would I cared a lot. It yeah, was yeah. upsetting. Yeah. Um but yeah. I, I do remember where I was when I found out. Mm. I was at a spoons in the beer garden. I just yeah. came up as news on my phone. Yeah. And then I went in. I bumped into someone, a friend of mine who was coming in for work. Yeah. And she said, um, have you heard have you heard the news? I was like, Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? And you could see it, the news spread through the bar staff. Mm. Yeah. And it just everyone didn't really know what to do for a second. No, yeah. well like I remember the evening of that yeah. day because you were staying at mine at the time yes yes and I came in you were playing like a park songs yeah. yeah and we ended up listening to the first three albums yeah mm. yeah um, and that I would say literally other than when Bowie died I don't think I've done that with any like musician in terms of like yeah someone I you know even when Chris Cornell passed away yeah they I did start them. listening to things like Sam Garden that was yeah. that was my introduction to his music really Find, yeah. yeah finding out he died that's when I probably started listening okay. to Audio Slave and I remember where I was when I found out he died as well yeah strangely enough see, see I can't remember that okay but that also, was I'd been on a night out and I was in halls I was chatting to someone. Yeah, it was always. like five o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and I found out. I remember because you walked in. I walked in and you were sleeping. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> our friend whose place we were staying in, he was in bed. I was on the floor, and you walked in. And he went, "Yeah, uh, oh, Chris Cornell has died." Yeah, and I was only half awake, so I yeah. just kind of went, eh. "Yeah." But then it sort of hit me afterwards. Yeah. Um, like, oh, someone, yeah, this guy, I, I knew Chris Cornell, so like, oh, this yes. guy I know has died. Yeah, and before that, it for me, it was Philip Seymour Hoffman. That was like the one that shook. Yeah. Mm. Like, oh shit. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, it did feel like because there were people I'd never spoken to in my life, right? Um, who who would like you know? Oh, have you heard of Chester Pennington? Oh, I love this music. Okay. And you'd, you'd end up talking about like yeah, yeah, you know, because it was like you know, two thousand. Lincoln Park started proper, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. A lot of people, a lot of well, our, yeah, a lot of our generation grew up. With well, I, th- I was yes. gonna say, I think new metal only yeah. really exists. Corn and Lincoln Park. Corn, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's that thing of, you know. Lincoln Park, I don't have as high opinion of the music as I used to. Mm. No. But I'll always love it. Yeah. yeah. I'll always love it. But even even while I acknowledge that musically, you know, it lacked whatever, whatever. Mm. But I, you know, it, they were my first, they were my band. Yeah. You know, they, they were what got me into music because my cousin liked them. Uh, my older cousin. And he was, he was sort of my gateway into a bunch of things like yeah. the Matrix and all this stuff. Um, but he was a big fan of Lincoln Park, and so they were my first. I had a sense of ownership over them, if you know what I mean. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh um, yeah, it's definitely my connection to because yeah, I think after what album was when they come for me on. I think uh, that was um, Thousand Sons. Yeah, a yeah. Sons. yeah. I think that was the last. I liked Rebellion, and I can't remember yeah. when New Divide came out in relation to A Thousand Sons. I think it was uh, it before. It would have been before. No, it's so. They released a single off of A Thousand Songs, and in the end, New Divide might have come out before the album, but it got yeah. put on out as a single, as like a beat. Right. Okay. Oh, did it? Yeah, because um, Minutes to Midnight was 07. Yeah. And then New Divide was 09. Yeah. And I think Thousand Songs was 11. 
I think. Yeah. I think I, I was going to say, I think Thousand Sun was 10. Okay, okay. So, but yeah, it, yeah. it came out as like around that. Yeah, New Divide wasn't, it was on, it was on the album for the Transformers soundtrack. Yes, wasn't it? it was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. no, Minutes to Midnight was the last Linkin Park album I liked. Yeah. And the Thousand Suns was the last one where there were enough songs that I yeah. would acknowledge it. So if After that, Thousand I kind of stopped. 10. Yeah. It was kind of okay. Yeah. yeah. See, After I, that, I stopped with Linkin Park. But yes, it's the history that I yes. have with that band that sort of made me so, like, you know, yeah, it's it's His why it mattered as much as it did. You know? It's why I, when I was in primary school, they kind of I sang in terms of like the choir and that you know that sort of thing. Yeah, but I never had any interest in kind of pursuing that per se. Okay, and then when I was about eleven, ten or eleven, it was towards the time I was leaving primary school. Mm. I had a dream in which I played with a band in front of the primary school. I, I even as I woke up, I was like, oh, that was like really powerful. I want to do that. Yeah. And then, but I was just, then when I got to Lincoln Park, that's why I kept singing that exclusively mm. Lincoln Park because I loved his voice so much. Like yeah. I want to do that. Mm. That's the only reason I ever started, really. Yeah. yeah. So there's been plenty of nights out where uh, Bleeded Out has been on. You will do the singing. Yeah. I will attempt the <laughs> rapping. <laughs> yeah, but that's it. If Lincoln Park do carry on, he is irreplaceable. But I think you do need to have the singer. You can't just have yeah. Mike Schneider and like guests doing occasional. Yeah, you need it. You need Linkin Park is a rapper and a singer. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, but it's it's who I think, and I think this is why it's probably taken. Is I think it's who would that singer be? Yeah. Maybe a new singer. Maybe. <laughs> no, no, yeah, maybe. <laughs> no, maybe. Sam, I, I hear you have a little announcement you need to make. <laughs> maybe it's not like maybe it's not a, a someone who's in an existing band. No, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. Maybe it's a newbie because I remember when Velvet Revolver, when the lead singer of that Scott Wayland, I think his name was, yeah. when he died, Chester Bantam was rumored to be the replacement yeah. for him, and that would have worked. Mm. But yeah, maybe it's not a case of taking someone from another band. Maybe it is just a case of we'll find the next. Yes. Person. Maybe. You know? But then you need to ask the question of like what Lincoln Park is nowadays. Because, you know, yeah. obviously the heavy was the song. I'm Okay, I think Chester, Be- Chester Bennington's voice dwindled over the years. Mm. I, it, it happens. Oh, yeah. Just, with that type of singing, when you, Yeah, happens. when you listen to the stuff he was doing at yeah, like, yeah. Hybrid Theory. Yes. It's no wonder he wrecked his voice. No, and I think... Yes, because I, I could be mistaken, but I don't think he was professionally trained. I remember, and this was part of the inspiration, I read an, an interview with him where he said, uh, for singing, he said, I've never had classes. I just came home after school and I did it every day. I just practiced yeah. singing every day and that was it. So that's what I would do. Yeah. Um, but So yeah, he probably didn't have the technique to yeah. not fuck his voice up. Yes, mm. yeah. Um, Mind you, is there a way, is there a way of singing given there's a, there's a way well, where it doesn't fuck your voice up? There's a way of a screaming where it doesn't mess up your voice. Yeah. Because you do it from the stomach. Or there are whole things you can do. I haven't done any of that either. Um, but the cynic in me thinks that the, the shift in their musical direction was to accommodate his... Reduced okay. yeah, potential. Was, yeah, so because he, yeah, he couldn't. He just couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. So they had to do poppy kind of songs that featured other artists. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it, it didn't work for the older audience, generally speaking. But no, there were there were people who would listen to their newer stuff and fuck, yeah, it, you know. Yeah. But I, I suppose you know, you look at like the evolution of Bring Me the Horizon. There are people who will hit no Chelsea Smile and be like, "What the fuck did this band turn into?" Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know. But then there are people who will listen to this stuff now and go, well, yeah, but I'm, I can actually understand what the fuck he says now. Yeah. The thing is, like that whole thing of... That's another thing that doesn't make me angry, weirdly enough, is m- music I'm weirdly tolerant about. Okay. Well, I'll explain that in a sec. Right. Um, 
like this idea of resenting a band that you like for changing direction or for shifting their mm. wanting to experiment. It's like you've got to. I'm of the mind that if you are a band that's doing that, as long as at the the gigs you're sort of doing half and half at least, mm. half are for you and half are for the crowd. Yes. Like, don't just be a dick and just do your new material because nobody. If you go to a, give, give me a band. Ah, uh, um, Green Day. If you go to a Green Day concert, I want to hear American Idiot. Yeah. You know, I want to hear Boulevard of Broken Dreams or whatever. There are things that just you have to put in there. Yeah. Don't yeah. just play the new album. Don't be a dick about it. No. Um, but I've never understood that because I think a lot of the there's a hypocrisy in it because those people will have found bands when that band was at a certain stage of its evolution mm. without having listened to the older stuff. Yes. So you can't then talk about another band. Well, Bring Me the Horizon being an example. I came in around the time the Happy Song was out. You know, that was yes. my introduction Sleepwalking was my... I knew about because, again, Skaz and Karang. Um, yeah, well, I was say, because Krang had a, the album, that in 08 and 09, Krang did Krang the album for those years. Yeah. Mm. And... Um, I, I want to say it's called Football Season Is Over. Okay. That's on one of them. And right. I listened to that and I was like, what the what's, fuck is this? What's the single where it's <laughs> he's in the back of an ambulance for a lot of it? Uh, it Never Ends, I think. It Never Ends. So I'd seen that a lot. Yeah. And it was just noise to me. Yeah. And that, yeah, then Sleepwalking was the first. And then I was hearing, kind of, you know, hearing tell that they had gotten good, basically. Mm. But yes, and that, that is the way, because, I mean, my sister's other half um, has, remembers being, because he did Reading for like years and years. Right. He went to Reading and they were basically bottled off the stage uh, under the thing of fuck off back to Sheffield. Sure. And <laughs> then, you know, you're talking, I mean, at the moment they are currently rumoured to be head, uh, at least a co-headliner of next year's festival. Right. And the last time they played, it went down phenomenally well. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's completely shifted from being a band everyone was willing to get rid of mm. to a band they're going, oh, oh yeah, shit, that, that's a good choice now. The thing is, it, it is just kind of, it's failure to grasp, not even impulse, but kind of, you don't want to do exactly the same thing all the time, especially if you're a creative no. person. You just, it's not even asking, like, stay within the ballpark. It's saying, can you just do exactly what you've done? Slightly changed, so it's different, but uh, so I still like yeah, it. But it's like if you're making music, you're gonna wanna. I want to try this completely mm, separate thing. Mm. It's like saying to Edgar Wright, "Can you can you just make zombie films? I, d- I don't want any of this new crap." Right? Do you know what I mean? It's too come to doing that. Yeah. It's like you have to give them that leeway because, like with Bring Me the Horizon, I don't like their old stuff. Then Happy Song period, I'm a big fan yeah. of, and now I don't like them so much anymore. Again, but they've gone too far the other direction for me. Yeah, but I again, I much like Linkin Park. I yeah. think it's because his voice is fucked. Yes, because he, he, yes, I agree. no, but isn't he screaming? Was it Ludens? Yeah, so, the, so the song, for, the song that's on the Death Stranding sound, he does scream. Yeah, but it is not like it was. No. Oh yeah, I don't think he's incapable of uh, like in the studio yeah. with enough oh, yeah. takes. You're gonna get it. Oh yeah, I but, think, and when yeah. he plays live on certain songs, they'll still play certain older. You yeah, know, as I, I use Chelsea Smile as reference because that is a song they will sometimes still play. Okay, and yeah. he screams throughout most of that. Right. I, yeah, that's the thing. When you do that much screaming, it's like it's all you can do. Yeah. So you could keep you could keep doing that, but um, he can't sing. He yes. can't sing for shit. Oh yeah, shit. he's got the opposite problem. Yeah, mm. he can't sing. Yeah, he can scream. He can't at all. Yeah. It's so. Terrible. It's put me. It's genuinely I mean, yeah. put me off going to see them live. Having you having shown me like live performances yeah. by him. Yeah. It's genuinely put me off. And the fact that the um, Jordan Fish, you know, the keyboard, that yeah. he picks up a lot of the slack. Yeah. Because he's saying, and then just that guy will take over. 
As a, what are you? And he's a good, he's a good front man in terms of he yeah. gets the crowd going and everything. But he's he can't sing for shit. But, and there was that live performance of Madison. Yeah, uh, oh, where yeah. it's it's auto tuned. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, but I also say. You say you can't sing. Yeah. But his attempt at rapping on the song Heavy Metal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> it makes him seem like Sinatra, yeah. yeah. It, I don't mind some of that new album. Again, I'm I'm much in the point of like them less than I did when Happy Song, Throne, and yes. all that came out. Yeah. I, you know, I think That's the Spirit is probably going to be the best album. They ever do. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. You know, the album before Sent Eternal, I have a lot of... Yeah, I quite like that one. You know, there's yeah. there's plenty of that. That's the song that has Sleepwalking on. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but with Ammo, you, they, they, you know, you started off with what was going to do... What, what was going to do well. Yeah. There are some songs that are too long. There are some songs that just, you know, I don't know what the fuck, yeah. the fuck's <laughs> going on. They're, I think they're overproduced is the problem there. Yeah. 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 And, I, and so them coming out, or oh, so the uh, Ollie sites coming out and suggesting that they won't necessarily make albums, but they'll make songs. My hope is that much like, because One Republic, I don't know how much you know about One Republic, but One Republic basically did an album, didn't have any promotion for it, that, and then just went, nah, in the modern market, we'll just bring out singles. Okay. Right. Okay. Which in the modern market, fair enough. I completely, yeah, I completely mm. understand doing that. Yeah. My only hope is much like them because I don't mind listening to them. Mm. Is that Bring Me Horizon will release one or something? You know, one every so often. I'll go. Ah, oh, all right. Yeah. 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 You know, it's a shame though. It is. So the appetite for albums is has gone down. Yeah, it, it, it's weird because the appetite for albums has gone down, but yet the sale of vinyl is through the roof. And yeah. What yeah. are you buying? Generally speaking, what are you buying on vinyl albums? Yeah. yeah. That is that is unusual. Yeah, you aren't talking about why it's your favourite song. Yeah, we need, to, oh, right. we need to get back to Fallout Boy. <laughs> no, we, we were having a good discussion. No, no, we were having a good discussion about yeah. music and such. Um, but yes, we've tangented massively. Yes, we have. Um, so um, yes, back to Fallout Boy. What was the original point? Why it's your favourite song? No, that we diverted from. Oh, uh, yeah, that it, it doesn't represent. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because um, yeah, typically I would say, like, I like more energetic. Sonic than, music. Sonic music, yeah, yeah exactly. That's That was my introduction to music broadly okay. speaking yeah the kind of like i guess hard rock yeah it's butt rock is the name that butt rock butt rock is a name that many people use but i think that's sort of like okay. an internet coin to okay where it's kind of rock music you shouldn't like but you do like you know okay you acknowledge it's bad but oh it's so good though yeah that see i think yeah because i think of video game stuff for that sort of thing mm. power rock springs to mind but also yeah there's a bit of that in there, yeah. um i'd call it radical rock Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Because that's the 90s thing, isn't it? Yeah. Radical, man. Yeah. So, yeah, radical yeah. rock. And there's a band. Rad rock. Rad rock. Rad there rock. you go. We're going to yeah. call it rad yeah. rock. And also, there's a there's a band from Japan called Bandmade, who do very yes. similar music to that, mm. which I found recently and love as well. So, I would say that's kind of more my taste in music, not, you know, the emo y kind of early Fallout Boy. Would you yeah. say it's emo? Yeah, yeah, it's emo. Yeah. Uh, yeah, early kind, uh, of, kind of emo. Yeah. It, it, it certainly would fall. Early Fallout. That boy is going to fall into the same category of you're probably going to have them on the playlist of MCR and Panic at the Disco. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What would you call that? What would you call that music? Is it? Is it? It's kind of emo. It's early two thousands punk rock alternative emo. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll fall in line with that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Early punk. Uh, not early punk. Early yeah. noughtiest punk. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Again, Blink Blink One Eight Two falls into the same category. Same pop same, punk, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it falls into the same group, but it's the early two thousands version of it. Yes. Um, yeah, I think Blink is responsible for Fallout Boy, those sorts of bands. All Time Low. Yeah. You Me at Six. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's all blink. Because they pop up in every video they do. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, also, all time, though, literally have a video Mark with, with Mark Hoppus yeah. and I think it's Pete Wentz in it. Yes. Um, it and it's like, ah, oh, these are not Fallout Boy. Yeah, but Fallout Boy's not blink. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's literally the joke about it. Yes. To, to be fair, I don't mind Fallout Boy. I don't mind, but again, earlier, yeah. I don't like them now. I don't since they reformed. I don't like them. I like I, the first album when they came back. So Save Rock and Roll. I like that. Twenty thirteen. I think yeah. it was yeah. yeah yeah. Again, I like some off of what came next, mm-hmm. um, which is the uh, one with Immortals on. Yeah. The album that came out after that. Yeah, I know. I don't know anything beyond. Um, not um, so much, other than the fact that listening to Young and Menace. Which is a song they they created with no idea how they were he- ever going to play it live. Right. And there's definitely a throwaway to Britney Spears in it. Sure. Because, uh, well, you know, why the hell not? Topical. Um, She's still massive in pop culture. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's not, Eddie. You're right. 2001 match. Yeah. Um. Oh, no. What album is Uma Thurman on? That, that's on uh, the one after Save Rock and Roll. Oh, so okay. it's the one with the... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. I know that one. Don't but, like it. I've just heard mm. it everywhere. But then... So next year, Green Day, Fall Out Boy and Weezer are doing a tour together. Oh, it's that... I, I kind of like the poster. It's that weird, like... It's the Hella Mega Tour. Hella Mega Tour, yeah. I've heard... Why have, why have you heard about this? Have you talked about this? Yes, I'm going to see it in okay. London. Okay. Yeah, it's got this insane... Just an insane poster. Okay. Yeah. It's just it, colour it, and shape. I like, I like okay, Weezer a lot. Know. And Green Day hit and miss for me. Yeah, um, but also big Green Day fan, so that you, yes, yeah. yeah. And it happens to be on my birthday. Oh, so, oh so right, that's okay. yeah. part of why. Oh, perfect. Was yeah. um, it Lisa Green Day and who? Sorry, and Fall Out Boy. And Fall Out Boy. Yeah. So yeah. as part when they announced it, they all like released a song. Mm. So you know, Fall Out Boy have got believe it. So their compilation was Believers Never Die. So their second compilation, Believers Never Die, Volume Two. Sure. Um, okay. Because you know why not? Because <laughs> why not? Because why not? Why not? Yeah. Um, and then Weezer and Green Day were announcing new albums anyway. Okay. Okay. So they all drop a song. Fall Out Boys. I, I want to say it's Wycliff Sean. Which is, it's the guy on it. Right. Is a is a rapper. Which you know, fair enough. They've toured with him and done. They've done the whole much like Blink One Eight Two and Lil Wayne touring together. Okay. They've done yeah. this kind of thing. Is Wycliffe Sean um, Shakira? Shakira. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Right. Um, of course, you have your own connection to that song, don't you, Sam? I do. Uh, the Hips Don't Lie music video uh, gave birth to my sexual awakening. Yes. That's when I realised that, like, oh, women. Women, sex. Yes. So was, the, was the hipster online music video? Not even that, an advert for it. It was all. I think it was like a now CD, and you know they played like a little clips on the music videos. Yeah. Oh. I could. Let's not think about it. I, I'll get distracted. Could <laughs> <laughs> quote unquote distracted. Distracted. Yeah. I mean, to to, to be fair. <laughs> I, was, I was like, to be fair, I can think of my own equivalent, which was okay. Girls Out and Sound of the Underground. Oh, you okay. like that song, don't you? I do. Yeah, I do like that song. I like. The, I like but, the... you, but you're ashamed about it because I played it when we were in the car. And it turned up really loud, and you like turn it on as we were driving around the car park. Sound of the I like the guitar on it. I like that guitar. To be fair, the intro to that, yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. If that guitar was in a, I've said before, if that guitar was in a better song, I'd listen to that song instead. Okay. But I do like the instrumentation. What um, what was your sexual awakening? I. I, I'm not copying out. I genuinely don't remember. Okay. No, I don't even remember okay. when it was roughly in my life. Um, yeah. 
Alright. Um, I'm going to have that song stuck in my head all fucking day. <laughs> Shakira, Shakira. Oh, baby, when you talk like that. Um, what, yeah, why is that your favourite song? <laughs> <laughs> well, Shakira, it's not yeah, why is Shakira song. your favourite song? Um, she, well, we'll, uh, we'll come back to bad lyrics because she's got really bad ones. Yes. I mean, there isn't as much to dig into uh, with my songs, no, we didn't, no. as there is with uh, Joy Division or Heroes. Yeah. Um, may, may I criticize, not criticize you? May I. Oh, you don't have to ask for permission. You just do it anyway, <laughs> don't you? You criticize him. Dare I say, mm. the much of your taste mm. is facile. Explain. It's about cool and it's about style. That's certainly a part of it, yes. <laughs> it's not about the import of the song. Because it's not like, you don't want to play it at your funeral song, do you know what I mean? It's not... No. <laughs> you know well, what I'm saying? Know. It's sure like, about. you know, it, it's kind I, of... I get what you yeah. say. For me, though, with music, um, I tend to sort of divide music into one of two categories for me. There's music right. that I listen to to listen to yeah. for entertainment because mm-hmm. I like the songs. And then there's music I listen to to sort of get the creative juices flowing, if that makes sense. So it's the kind right. of music that gets me in the mindset of, like, you know, whether it's editing or whether it's writing, okay. or if, even if it's just like, oh, I listen to this song and I think of this kind of scene, or I think right. of this kind of look or style or environment. Very quickly, because it's only a quick point, I want to interject with, if I'm writing, I will always play Loveless by My Bloody Valentine. Oh, okay. Every time. It Why? doesn't matter what I'm writing, because cause I love that album so much, for one. Mm. And it's such a, I write at night, typically, and it's a very nocturnal album, I find. And it's just kind of... Because it's a um, it's a shoegaze kind of wall of sound feel. You're not distracted by it. Oh, okay. And so it kind of just washes through you and over you. Yeah. So yeah, anyway, that's what to do. Okay. So, yeah. But yeah. yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's my two kind of um, modes when it comes to music. Yeah. But yeah, the music that I listen to for entertainment, yes, it's typically more cool slash stylistic, yes. however you want it to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's not much to dig into. I think basically it comes down to, I like the sound of that song. Okay. Um, and I haven't got bored of it. Yeah, I okay. think that might genuinely be why, yeah. you know. And also, I, I I found it, obviously, came out in 2013. Yeah. And I was going through a bit of a rough patch sure. with a girl mm-hmm. around that time, uh, and that song was just, like, a nice distraction. That is the one kind of terrible thing sometimes about music, is when you hear a song around the turbulent period, you always yeah. think of that thing. So do I want to know which was the same... That was the same there's, there's two. There's yeah. Fall Out Boy, which was just like, oh, this is a nice song to get yeah. me through. And then, yes, that song, Do I Want to Know by Arctic Monkeys, came to represent the situation I was going through. Sort of the same. Yeah. yeah. Do I, mm. Exactly the same. Because I remember we, around the time we went to uh, midnight, we went to Game Station to buy GTA 5. Yes. And it was around that time. Mm. And so whenever I hear Do I Want to Know, it connects me back to that end of school melancholy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Of like, that last summer sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. And I wish it... It's nice, because I you know, I think it's stupid to kind of try and shun those sorts of things. Mm. But it is a shame, because I like the song. I don't always want to like be taken back. It is, mm. but thankfully, yeah. um, in the case of Do I Want to Know, yeah. it is not... It hasn't ruined the song for me. No, it hasn't ruined the song, yeah. no. Mm. But there are songs like that for me where just my stomach will drop, because it, it'll just take me back to a, a time Ye- and a place. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have... And some, some of them are songs, obviously... I particularly like. Yeah. Um, weirdly enough, obviously, like I have lyrics to one tattooed on my arm. Yeah. I thought I was going to be like, oh, show it, Eddie, but they're not going to. They're not going <laughs> to see it. What is, but what is it? Uh, the, yeah. So the line is, "All we need is daylight." And yeah. I went through a rather rough, rough patch, and having got out of said rough patch, I heard that song, and it, the whole kind of point was, if you get lost in the world, remembering there's another mm-hmm. day. Sure. And 
I was like, ah, that would have been a good song to listen. But after a point in time, I genuinely, I stopped to listen to it for a really long time. I was like, actually, did. So it's like a weird thing of it went like the other way of, oh, I can't listen to this now. Right. Um, Because it just reminded me then of going through a shit time. Yes. Even though I got through said shit time. Yeah. You know, by the end of it, fairly unscathed. Yeah. Um, and I've arguably had worse times mm-hmm. since that what it was a, a weird thing and then I was putting together I have like a playlist on my own Spotify of like what I call positive songs for negative moments sure and as I was putting that together I shoved it like on at the bottom and that was like the first time I'd listened to it in ages so I was like actually right that I, maybe I can like enough time has passed what enough- is th- is that the name of the song or the song's it? called Daylight okay um, who's it by it's by a band called Young Guns right oh yeah um, yes who are I, I? I think if you're going technically speaking, because mm. they were the support act, they're the, the first people I ever saw live. Okay. So yeah, see, so but that had to sort of do its journey. Miss You by Blink One Eight Two is one that has right. its own difficulties. Yeah. For you know certain reasons, mm-hmm. um, I've been through weird. You know, certain songs which have gone through weird periods. Of time, you know, a period of time I have really struggled listening to Mr. Brightside. I remember. Oh, um, I remember how to snap you out of it. Yes, I know. <laughs> I, I remember. Yeah. Yes, because you will not have anyone think of that song negatively, will you, Sam? It was nice. It, well, I, I I do really like the song. Yeah. I think it's a shame kind of how overplayed it is and, and thus people think it's kind of shite. Yeah. Because uh, I think it's a really good song. But, no, we'd gone, we were going yeah. out like on the weekly. So, we, yeah, yeah. We, we were going out on the weekly. It was it kept getting played and every time yeah. it got played, I would just walk away. Yeah. Mm. I, I wouldn't entertain. I'd, you know, go outside or get some fresh air, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we were in Tiger Tiger. We were. And you were like, come on. I scrapped you by the head. I was yeah, like, literally. Listen, it's a song. Um, it's a song. Yeah. And literally, yeah, snapped yeah. me out of it. Yeah. And I've been fine with it ever since. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm awesome, Fifth. <laughs> <laughs> a friend told me that I come across as cocky on these podcasts. You think that's, uh, <laughs> think that's accurate? How are they on about? This friend of yours, they know nothing. Um... Yeah, no, the, the songs that spring to mind for me is there's a Nick Cave song called 15 Feet of Pure White Snow. And I heard that song around the time I was... Um, my film palette... I'd sort of gone through the first phase of film dumb. Mm. And then it like hit another stage where like the Cohen brothers I started to become aware of. And I bought like No Country for Old Man Fargo, all them kind of one thing. Mm. So I always think of that when I think of 15 Feet of Pure White Snow. And... Um, the song Maps, but it, which I think is probably the most powerful one for me by the AAS. Um, yeah. I heard that song when I was experiencing like my first ever crush at the end of, for me, it was at the end of school. Yeah. And we used to get, be on the bus together. And so, and it was like Christmas time. So for me, that song is getting up early and it's freezing cold. And I listen to it in my headphones, go wait for the bus. Like that, my stomach drops every time I hear that song. Mm. It's weird, isn't it? I think music mm. is definitely the most powerful art form. But it is, yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think, like, you know, we talk about, like, my music taste and, the like, how, like, ranging it is. Mm. But I think it's genuinely, a lot of it is different things for different moods. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, it's yeah. it's 100% that. Like, if I'm having a shit day and I want to, I don't want to necessarily, I want to indulge the shit day, shall we say. Yeah. There are songs for that. Right. You know. Okay. Whip out the Smiths. Um, yeah, see, I used to be kind of the same, but Radiohead was my big. If I was moody, I'd listen to Radiohead. No, no, to be fair, Radiohead is a good. It is a good shout. I yeah, do, and do, the Smiths. Yeah, I don't like to indulge. Like if I'm feeling moody, I don't do it now because I'm worried of like it's going to activate something. But <laughs> it's more if I'm 
in a bad mood, I'll listen to an angry song and I'll sing it. Yeah, I, I yeah. have particular songs for like, if I'm angry and I want to indulge being angry, yeah. I have a particular song. Yeah. What, um, what the fuck is wrong with you by Combi Christ? That's mine. Is it? Yeah, is that's it? like a proper, oh, like, you know, mine is called we are, Mine is called We Are Fucking Angry by the King Blues. Oh, right. <laughs> as a, as and I, I can literally just go, yeah, I fucking am. You're damn <laughs> fucking right. I feel like I have one in particular, but one that springs to mind of when I've been pissed off at uh, True Friends. That's oh, a, that's yeah. a good oh, one. Yeah, yeah. No, that's one. a good yeah. one to scream out. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Hate is gasoline. Oh, yeah. Such power in that. Hate is gasoline. See, bring me the price, man. This is what you need to be going back to. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Um, um, yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it, that is purely where the music, like, it comes, like, it is taste and it's what will inspire, you know, so I mean, like, there are songs in the chart and I'll hear it and I'll go, if it wasn't for the fact that it reminds me of this or it puts me in this kind of mood. Yeah. I probably would think this is quite shit. Sure, yeah. But because it, it'll do, like, whatever. Yeah. Like, you know, there are songs in the chart these days which are atrocious. Mm. But then, I, I, I it, my taste is quite weird because in the summer, I shift to a more... I suppose, I suppose it's summer, it's, you know, it's a more happier season, if you will. Yeah. So my music taste shifts somewhat. So is it like clothing for you? You'll wear something brighter in the summer and you listen to something moodier in the winter? Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I ha- will have, like, dance, EDM and dubstep okay. right. in, See, the in the is, summer. Your yeah. taste is broader than mine. I like, I don't, quote-unquote, happy music I tend not to like. Yeah. I don't like club dance music or anything like yeah. that. So it's all just moody stuff. But, yeah, in winter, I think of Radiohead, I think of The Smiths, stuff like yeah. that, and My Bloody Valentine. But because of that summer is where we properly discovered music. And it was Joy Division and it was Echo and the Bunny Man. Yeah. yeah. So it's just a whole moody year thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I, I'd say my taste is fairly consistent. I don't go through phases. No. I'll go through moods. It's like mm. oh, I'm, I want to listen to something more mellow today. But yeah, yeah. Yes. I, I kind of listen to the same stuff. I play Christmas life. songs. Um, at, at any time, really, just to you irritate you. Absolute monster. I did it today, didn't you? You did. Yes. Uh, Stop which, it. <laughs> best car ride to be just the first song. <laughs> Christmas time. Like, God. The, the, the rest of it wasn't Christmas Eve. You opened with a Christmas song. I was just going to go on a binge, but I thought, no, I want to listen to um, uh, Jane's Addiction. <laughs> so, which, which was fair enough. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, before we get to bad lyrics, okay. I want to talk about maybe, is there any type of music that you just can't abide? You just can't do it? Musicals. I know, oh, yeah. I know it's not a type of music. No, no. I can't watch a musical if I'm on my own. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I'm not the same. I cringe. No. <laughs> I so will indulge hard. a musical if I want no, to. Why do you cringe at me? Because I'll tell you what, we have another friend who anybody singing that's not like a recorded band or anything, he can't bear it. Yes. He, oh, no, stop. The karaoke yeah. and stuff like Which yeah. is meant to be a bit cringy. Yes. But he just can't. Like, I get that it. a little bit, but I can power through. Okay. Mm. Musicals, that's what's kind of solidified it for me is the fact that even on my own, I can't watch a musical. <laughs> that we were watching. Um, Scrubs. You were watching Scrubs, and of course we got to that episode, and mm. I think you were on the phone. The most acclaimed episode, arguably. Well, apparently. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, you were on the phone to somebody, so you were out of the room. Yeah. So I was just on my own watching my musical, the the Scrubs episode. I couldn't do it. I genuinely couldn't do it. I had to walk out the room. <laughs> and I'm not being dramatic. I can't. I, Why? What I is it about it? it? Is it the earnestness of it? What? What is it? Maybe it might be that. Okay. But it's a test. Uh, you saying like you know, music is the most powerful art. Form. Yeah. It's a testament to that that I have such a visceral reaction sure. to that to like yeah. musical music. But then when it comes to like other types of music, 
I'm just completely content and comfortable. Okay. And, you know, but yeah, I don't know what it is for musicals. I don't get anything like re- repulses me like that. Um, they feel- I, mean, I mean, I've played you certain hip hop and you've gone, yeah. Oh yeah. Turn that. Uh, fair fairness, fairness, there are certain things I'm playing you to see how you'll react. Yes. But there are certain things I have probably, I'm certain I've played you where I've gone, no, nah, I listen to this and you've been like, nah. <laughs> a lot of hip, yeah, a lot of hip hop, a lot of EDM, I mean, dance house. Stuff yeah, like that. you mentioned like stuff in the charts. I think a lot of that stuff just doesn't register for me. Yeah, I barely yeah. think of it as music. Yeah, it's just in the background. It, you get a couple of things that break through, like Human by Rag and Bone Man. Quite like right. Okay. Um, yeah. Like what's the one you listen to? Which one? Um, somebody that I used to know. It might be that. No, oh no, uh, something Church. Oh, Timmy Church. Church. Yeah, yeah. Works. Songs that get that make it bigger than the charts. They're actually all right. Yeah, which yeah. I will say, Ho- Hosier and Rag and Bowman are two people I genuinely listen to quite happily. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm a fan of I'm a fan of them. Yeah. Um, jazz. I can't really do jazz. I, I don't. I don't like hate it, but see, I've got, I, a, I've got a re- real love because there was a TV show that came out called Dancing on the Edge. It was like a short. Little, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. True to Legend for yeah, yeah. And because of that, I have a weird thing of I can <laughs> I can listen to jazz for absolutely hours. Really, <laughs> okay. and I don't know why. I think jazz is the is the response I get most frequently to what kind of music can't you stand? People say jazz more than mm. anything else. I okay. Think. Um, other than that. Quite, I don't like reggae. I, I, I won't listen unless it's Bob Marley. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind a bit of Marley, but he's the you know he's the one reggae that everyone mm. likes, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything else. I'm not like a big fan of soul and all that sort of stuff, but mm. no, I can bear it. I like some of it. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say there's music that I like. Apart musicals is the only thing where I have like a strong negative reaction <laughs> yeah. to it. Everything else, I just kind of like. Oh, I guess yeah, that's music, I suppose. Yeah, I can't listen to like proper deathcore and stuff like that. Just no, it, I would say that's probably more like that kind of area yeah. is more where I would struggle to. Listen yeah, to. I like stoner rock or desert rock, whatever the official name for it is. But typically, it just goes on too long. It does. Yeah, it goes on way too. There's long. a song yeah. by Truck Fighters called uh, "Desert Cruiser," yeah, which mm-hmm. is one of my favorite songs. But it's a good riff. But it's a very good riff. I got the point. Yeah, I am. I, I genuinely had to edit it down because I think the <laughs> you've edited the song down. Yeah. Okay. The CD release is like eight minutes, and the live version they do is like eleven minutes. And after after three and a half minutes, like okay, I got the song. You know, because it is just a one continuous riff, isn't it? Basically. Uh, yeah. After the second verse, they yeah. just kind of they are just riffing for yeah. the rest of the which song, which is fun for them. Yeah. Sure. And if you're on ecstasy, if you're in the audience, no, because that's the thing. It's like, fun for you that as is because well. Stone Rock. Um, you well, were yeah. saying. Yes, exactly. Because yeah. he was saying when you write, you listen to... Um, yeah. What was it? My Bloody Valentine. My Bloody Valentine. I do know them, I promise. I do pay attention to what you like. <laughs> okay. But you said, like, it's just kind of like, it the, it melts into the background, so it's not a distraction. Yeah. I think the point of Stone Rock, I think, is like, you like you get high, and then it's just something you put on, and yeah. the music stays there while you just go and be high, you know? It, it doesn't feel yeah. like it's something you should aspire to, really, should it? In terms of creating it. Oh, I just want to create music that it's in the background, people are getting high. Yeah. So you should aim a bit higher than that. Yeah, you know? yeah. But at the same time, yeah. for yeah, yeah that's a joke. For, for people who are high, who want them to listen to, yeah. it's giving them something to listen to. I suppose so. Yeah, but, yeah. When that's well, that's not condoned drug use on this. So. <coughs> I did recommend acid to be. <laughs> you did do that, yeah. Uh, but that was an alternative to fireworks. True. You know? So like anything that stops and fireworks. To, to, yeah. To, yeah, to be fair, acid over fireworks. Yeah. Okay, bad lyrics. Bad lyrics. Yeah. Yes. Uh, what springs to, what spring to mind? Well, I have, I think, the best answer. Okay, and that is, I want to, I want to point out that it's mine. Is it? I drew your attention to it. No, did I? Uh, no, no, no. Are you sure? One hundred percent. I promise you. Are you that. sure? 
I promise. Okay. I promise. But you may have it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want your permission. I want ownership. Full ownership. Okay. Um, What's the lyric? <laughs> the lyric, okay. Uh, you're familiar with the song Lost in Stereo by All Time Low. Oh, yeah. You know what it is, don't you? Yeah. The bridge to the song begins with the line, I'm it's just like, like cellophane because she sees, sees right, right through me. me. Yeah, that's one of the worst ever, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, to be fair, in preparation for this, I've looked up a few. Oh, okay. okay. Right. Yeah. I'm trying to give... I will look it up as well. But once it springs to mind, there's the ma- the horse of no name, which is by America, which has that stupid... It just oh, doesn't yeah. even make sense. We'll look that up in a sec. There's something with something and the heat was hot or something, wasn't there? I'll, the heat was I'll, hot. I'll see if it's on the list. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, like, for there ain't no one for to give you no name. Oh, yeah. It's something like that. Well, they clearly just ran out of beats. Yeah. Like me Fill the syllables. Yeah. Just, yeah. The one, the Shakira one to which I alluded was something like, my breasts are small and humble so you don't confuse them with mountains. My breasts are small what? and humble so you don't confuse them it. with mountains. <laughs> no. That's just weird. Lucky um, that my breasts are small and humble so you don't confuse them with mountains. <laughs> Even better, it's got the word lucky in it. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm really lucky. Thanks, Shakira. I think the worst one for me, to be fair, it's... it's it's less like a bad lyric and more just... It's more music than lyric, mm. it beca- but it, it's still technically lyrics. Um, and that's the Black Eyed Peas song. Uh, God, which one? Is it My Humps? My Humps. Mix your milk with my cocoa puffs. Right. Milky, 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 milky right. Make your milk with my cocoa puffs. Milky, milky, right. <laughs> I think that's probably the worst lyric yeah, that's definitely of all time. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Um, but again, it's it's sort of do you count that as a lyric really? Yeah, it's more I mean, like I mean, because like it? the um, cellophane is supposed to be poetic somehow. Yes, it? it is. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. No, it's there just are, it's a ba- very bad. Surely there are better see-through things you could allude to. <sighs> yeah. Than cellophane. Yeah. But then again, it wouldn't it wouldn't have given us that wonderful line. So I take True. it back. There's the one in "Love the Way You Lie," which I actually don't mind as a song. I like the intensity, mm. but there's. Eminem's rapping and he says like something about I watched you go from the window as you left I guess that's why they call it window pane <laughs> <laughs> that's up there with the worst yeah okay that's not good <laughs> it brings us nicely on to what's on here because on here they've got ass like that by Eminem right I quite, quite like that no, song. No, no, <laughs> no, no. So do I. Yeah. Isn't the point of that song is it's supposed to be bad? It's supposed yeah, to be bad. Yeah. A novelty song, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But the point is, the, lo- the line they're pointing out is, I ain't never seen an ass like that. The way you move it, you make my pee-pee go dong dong. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, okay. I, w- I, w- I would disagree with them then, because yeah. I think it's meant to be yeah, ridiculous. No, no, it's meant to be yeah. ridiculous, yeah. but they're pointing out, technically speaking, Yes, you it's make not- my pee-pee go. No, 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 no. What do you mean, please? <laughs> I would say there are definitely other things in that song which I can think of which would probably be worse yeah. in terms of Hillary Duff ain't quite old enough, so I never seen a butt like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, what else? Um, they've, what, what's, uh, say, they've got Janet Jackson on here. I think the one that's often cited is uh, dr- uh, "Drunk Cider from a Lemon." Drunk cider from a lemon, lemon, lemon. And I don't want to talk about it anymore. It's a feeder. I don't know. I think yeah. we're going to make it. They yeah. play it mattress all the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we made cider from a lemon, which you can't do that. Um, <laughs> oh, but isn't that the point? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it, it is. It is feeder. It's Buck Rogers. Yeah, Buck Rogers. That's right. right. Um, yeah. <laughs> Drink cider from a lemon. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, because it's all sour and it's like yeah. not ideal for cider, isn't it? We'll start well, over we'll again, grow ourselves new skin and get a house in Dev and drink cider from a lemon. <laughs> <laughs> that is 
that is pure. I didn't know what else to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that is also, he got a brand new car, looks like a Jaguar. It got leather seats. It's got a CD player. Player, player, player. player. <laughs> uh, what else is on that list then? Uh, so the Janet Jackson one. Yeah. My swag is serious. I'm heavy like a first day period. Sure. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. No. That's not good. Um, Avril Lavigne, he was a boy, she was a girl. Can I make it any more obvious? He was a boy, she did belay. What more can I say? Oh, is that on the... I've seen that on this, like, a bit out of, ta- bit out of date, you know? Yeah, I mean, the, ki- the killer's Are We Human is on here. Right. Is it well, which are, lyric? Are We Human or Are We Dancers? My sign is vital, my hands are cold. Well, okay, I think the reason that's on there is because it's construed as being grammatically incorrect, right? Are We Human or Are We Dancer? But it's a quote. They're yeah. quoting somebody that said that. Yes. So I don't really know what to make about that one. Uh, Chris Brown is on this list. <laughs> he really knows. He really knows how to do beats. And she acts. Beat yes, I know. Yeah. I know what you're doing there. <laughs> and she accidentally slip and fall on my dick. Oops, I said on my dick. I ain't really mean to say on my dick. <laughs> Since you're talking about my dick, all of you haters say hi to it. <laughs> It was his dick that she slipped and fell on. Yeah, yeah. Does this his dick have a, a glove on it? A, a boxing glove. A fist-shaped dick. Yeah. Is there a more masculine thing than that? I know it's horrific, but you're a beater with my dick. <laughs> I don't know why he's from Alabama. My fist-shaped dick. <laughs> my fist-shaped dick. Uh, Madonna's on here. Which one? Uh, I don't like. It's from I Love You, New York. I don't like cities, but I like New York. Other places make me feel like a dork. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> that is terrible. <laughs> Destiny's Child. Go on. Can you pay my bills? Can you pay my telephone bills? Can you pay my automobiles? Can you pay my gas bills? <laughs> then, then maybe we can chill. I don't think you do, so you and me are through. Okay. Someone left the cake out in the rain. I don't think I can take it because it took so long to bake it and I'll never have the recipe again. Oh, no. That's Donna Summer. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't hate that. No. Uh, Rihanna. Right. Sex in the air. I don't care. I love the smell of it. <laughs> All right. Fucking hell. Yeah. Uh, sorry. No. 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 Um, rhythm is a dancer. The lyric is, "I'm serious as cancer when I say rhythm is a dancer." Yeah. Maybe, yeah. That's a bit of a tonal. Uh, yeah. They they didn't get that quite right. Yeah. Fuck. Real um, as a dancer. It's like cancer. <laughs> oh. Okay. Cool. Um, so so I, there's another um, enemy has done like right. fifty worst pop lyrics of all time. The okay. first one is Razor Light. It's uh, from the song Somewhere Else. It's, I met a girl, she asked me my name, I told her what it was. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah, I like that as well. Yeah. Straight to the point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah um, they weren't even like, oh, my name is Razorlight. It's just like, I told her what my name my was. My name is Razorlight. Or whatever, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. She's asking me my name, and my name is blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, I'm no. going to ignore the second one because it's Nirvana, and I like the song. What is it? Uh, it's all apologies. What else could I say? Everyone is gay. Okay, yeah, I, I've seen that on worst lyric lists and I fundamentally disagree with that. Yeah. You can't, can't do that to Nirvana. Because the thing that he's doing there, I think, right, that song is, if we're going to go into it, is obviously about like him blaming himself for a lot of things. Yeah. And because in like past lyrics, he's, he's said gay and he's kind of not been homophobic, but made homophobic references and stuff like that. Yeah. That's him sort of saying what do you expect of me? And like yeah. sort of addressing the controversy, like what else can I say? Everyone is gay. Happy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think that's what he's doing with that. Yeah. To be fair. This, this second list also contains human by Nirvana, but they're more, um, by killers, by killers. Yeah. It's, 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 
It's not even that late. Are we human? Are we dead? But the reason they've, they're, they're pointing out is the line, I'm down on my knees searching for the answer. Are we human or are we dancer? And right. they're pointing out is, they doubt you're going to, whatever the answer is, I doubt that you're going to find it on the floor searching, like you're searching, searching for a contact lens. Right. Is the, the this list there. is stupid. Be That's gone a metaphor. With it. I'm on my knees. Yeah. Surely you've got me down on my knees. That's not literal. Be gone with this list, Eddie. Uh, no, because they might throw up some good things. It's 50. We can't, I mean, if you want to see here, there's 50 lyrics. I'm happy to um, do that. But Work it by Missy Elliott. Go on. Take my thong off and my ass go boom. <laughs> yeah, that's quite terrible. Um, yeah, okay. Some of, the, some of them I'll disagree with. Yeah. Um, Content. <laughs> no, they were, no, but like they had the cranberries and it, it's the it's song Zombie. Which and it's, uh With their tanks and their bombs and their bombs and their guns. Yeah, I'm not a fan of a big fan of that song, to be honest. See, I don't mind that song, but oh, I tell you what, that counts as a bad lyric for me then. That uh, after she died, a band released a cover of that song, and they replaced one of those. Like uh, they said, with their tanks and their drones, right? Yeah. Tried to make it contemporary, and it just felt it just felt like a pathetic effort. Bad mm. wolves, bad wolves. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Billy Bragg sexuality. Sexuality, your laws do not apply to me. A nuclear submarine sinks off the coast of Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll tell you this one. Uh, Spoon Man. And it's not a bad lyric. It's just... It's because it, it's really unsatisfying because it's so dry when it doesn't. Mm. All my friends are skeletons. Play the rhythm with their bones. Oh, why have you done that? Because yeah. up until that point, it's all rhyming. But then he just mm. fucks up with that last one. Troll. Spoon Granny's Man. Dead. Come together with your hands. Shave me. God. <laughs> do we do we stop now? No. <laughs> we are just uh, sort of young, black, and famous with money hanging out the anus. <laughs> right. Puff Daddy or P Diddy, whichever one you want. Okay. Gonna... Yeah. So it's, it's, some of these are it. I'll, fu- I'll fuck you till your dick is blue. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's move on. Yeah. It? Do you believe in love at first sight? No. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Um, I believe in something close to it, but I don't believe in love at first sight. Now, no, I I, I can understand a tr- instant like attraction. Uh, like yeah, even more than that, I can understand instant kind of just a sense that you get. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's hard to explain, but not love. No, no, definitely not. Love is the spoiler of a battle. You can't just see it and have it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> a long, terrible silence <laughs> descent. <laughs> You can't just have love. <laughs> Should we just say something to like intro what we're doing here? Because they're not going to know. We haven't said what. No, we're we doing. haven't. No, have we? no. Okay. it's kind of launched into it. Yeah. Just, so just just to clarify, like basically, we, we... ran out of ideas. We're, <laughs> we're creatively bankrupt. Um, so we, so Eddie looked up a list of questions, and you're just reading the. The idea was you read off the questions, and we talk about the questions. We we'd exhausted. The, the the pre-planned things we had to talk about. Yeah. So it could have gone in any direction. So when you can do anything, what do you do? So we basically just Googled... Um, Random questions. That yeah. might get a good conversation going. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we did all right. We music. did all right. Yeah. So we've now uh, landed on, do you believe in an afterlife? No. Eddie? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but it, it's like, a, it's a difficult thing because I like the idea Dear, yeah, that there's something, mm-hmm. but in terms of an actual belief in one, no, I'm a lot more skeptical. Yeah, um, I'm much more of I, I, I kind of once you're done, you're done. Yep, 
perhaps the glass half empty kind of look at it but i think it's the no i think it's the glass is both half empty and half full look of it isn't it it's the realistic look at it uh, schrodinger's glass um yeah no i think you know i'm not saying there's not an afterlife i don't think there's a good reason to believe there is one and no. that's not the same as you know saying there isn't one no i mean in terms of like faith anyway yeah i'm not really you know yeah. again i'm open for other people to believe it but n- i'm not exactly convinced so yes uh I, su- I, I suppose i sit on the fence on like both fronts really right um I used to hold it against people if they believed in that sort of thing. Mm. I definitely used to. Not anymore. And the older I get, the more sympathetic I am towards belief and faith in general. I sort of get it now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Even if I don't believe myself, I get it. Yeah. Well, I, I think, you know, certainly there, there are people I know who faith is like something that surrounds them. Yeah. And, you know, e- even like suggesting you don't, not necessarily you don't follow their faith, but you don't mm. follow a faith. And it, right. It, it, it's like... This is keep this is something that keeps me like comfortable. Yeah, like, you know, you, you know, I've had genuine conversations where it's like, but at least if something happens to me, there's something else. Yeah, after and I'm like, see, I, you know, my view is more once you're done, you're either buried in the ground or turn into ash. Yeah, end of story. I mean, like, I think yeah, yeah, whatever works for you at some point mm. within limits. But um, yeah, I've never been very good at. I'm I'm not good at fooling myself. I know mm. that sounds like a humble brag, but like I can't. When people have said to me, even if you're not confident, just act confident. I don't know how you can do that. If it yeah, doesn't compete with me. I am what I am. <laughs> I'm gonna start singing in a second. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? It's I can't make myself believe something that I fundamentally don't, and I can't act like I do either. Mm. I'm just not very good at that sort of thing. No. What do you think, George? You're gonna fucking answer. Ah, <laughs> uh, must I though? Yes, you must. Why? Because we have, so you have to. Nah, but you you've got you know, you both answered nicely. No, no, so come on. There you go. Okay. But why why are you not answering? He doesn't like talking about is <laughs> about belief or anything like that. It's weird. That's because never not, have been. Yeah, because I'm not. I don't really know about that sort of stuff. What do you mean? You know? No, but that's fine. Like, but if you don't know, like that's fine. That's fair enough. Yeah. What don't you know, though? Well, I think, I suppose. You don't know whether you think there's an afterlife or not. Yeah. You do. It's just a lie. I said, right, okay, we'll have another argument, you and me, because <laughs> you, over the years, many, many times where we have ended up in a pretentious conversation about God or something, mm. and you just, I can't get you to, I can't eke out a single opinion out of you. Yeah. And what you usually say is, well, I haven't sat down and just thought about this. Yeah. As if anybody really does. I've never sat down and thought about what I believed. Mm. I just know what I believe because I'm me. Okay. And I'm alive. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I know what my opinion is about something. Okay. Yeah. My, my mind's just... developed over time. Mm. Yeah, it can change, obviously. And yeah. you can, if you want to get into it, you can read and, and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. But I think most people, so do you believe in God? They would either say yes, no, or I'm not sure. Mm. But if I've ever but, done that, if I've ever given a, uh, an answer like, I'm not sure, or I don't know, you yeah. have a go at me as well. Well, because you, t- you take the fence on everything. That's why you sit on the fence for everything important, don't you? No. Okay, do you believe in the in an afterlife? Next question. Do you believe in an afterlife? <laughs> I don't know. Well, which way do you lean? I don't know. See, how can you... <laughs> it's, um... See, I have, I have a tie-in question, but I'm not entirely convinced you're going to answer that either now. Okay, what is it? It's, are you scared of dying? Right, okay. Um, I don't know. Next question. No, come on. Do you believe in an afterlife? No, I seriously, I don't. Um, 
That's the, it's one of those things where I think, okay, logically, no. Yeah. I don't know how the mechanics of that would work. Right. So it's probably not a thing that exists. Right. But also, it's not an idea that I seem to be able to shake. Right. There's never been a moment in my life where I've definitively, where I've said definitively, no, there's no afterlife. Well, nor have I. No. But uh, at the same time, there's never been a moment where it's like, okay, I'm, I'm convinced that I lean more towards there not being one. Do you think it might be fear? That's the ingredient there. Because like know. you said, logically it makes no sense to you. Yeah. But you can't shake it. No. Yeah. Do you think that's fear? I don't know what it is. Um, I mean, it's the same with most religion, isn't it? There's a lot of it. Because it's so... Um, I can't speak for other religions, but Catholicism and you know, right. the Catholic faith, it's all based yeah, that's, very yeah, heavily on let's faith. plant our flags, I suppose. Okay. Um, what we were raised in, right, etc. Okay. Yeah. I... My mother wanted to have me baptised. Mm-hmm. My father wouldn't have it. He said he will choose his own okay, religion. Fair, fair enough. Um, and my mother wanted to send me to a Catholic school. My father wanted to send me to a Welsh school. So I went to a Welsh school. I then went to a Catholic secondary school because I wanted to go to an English-speaking secondary school. Um, and my mother had gone to this school, so I went there. Okay. Um, yeah, my father's a spiritualist, but I was kind of not raised with any religion at all, really. I got to just make my own mind up mm. the older I got. Um was a fervent atheist for a very long time like an angry atheist now i'm just i suppose an atheist what about you um well so my grandfather now he he died before i was alive, but i think it, it certainly seemed to influence the family right he was a methodist minister oh, okay um and my, my grandmother was a teacher so i, I think the religion, whether it was Methodist or what that I was brought up in, um, obviously it was Christianity of some. Yes, yeah. Um, and I, you know, I certainly, you know, when my if my mother goes to church, she goes to a Methodist church. Mm-hmm. If my gran came to visit us, we you found the Methodist church in the area. Mm-hmm. That you know, because certainly when my gran was around, I went to church more. Okay. Um, Do you go to church at all now? No. No. Okay. Uh, I haven't been... I want to say since I moved to Cardiff, but I f- f- feel like if it's not the first year... Like, if it's not during the years when I was at uni, because during the years I was at uni, I didn't work at, like, around Christmas. So no. I may have gone in one of those three years. But if not, then, yes, it's been six years. Re- religion for me now is is something of... I'm not... I, I, I Agnostic is the term I use, because yeah. I'm open to the idea... Be not convinced by it. But I'm not convinced by it. But at the same time, I'm not really looking to be convinced by it. Okay. I, I'm quite happy in where I stand. Mm-hmm. You know, people want to believe what I want to believe. Cool. Like, mm-hmm. you know, go ahead. I'm not going to stop you. Yeah. But for me, I, you know, I'm happy just kind of going, no, I don't really think that's around. But, you know, I'm not looking to have that opinion changed yes, in any way. sure. Okay. Mm. Me, on the other hand, I am a, uh, I'm Catholic. I'm a baptised, confirmed Catholic. My mother is Catholic. My father is not. He's not really of any faith. So the effect that I found is, we used to go to church when I was younger, but there would also be like, you know, several weeks where we didn't go to church. And it wasn't out of, you know, like protest or anything. It was just kind of laziness. Mm. We wouldn't go to church. But because I kind of grew up in a split household, uh, the effect was that stuff never really came up. There was no talk of religion. There was no, mm. you know. So I kind of grew up in a very neutral house. And I think as a right. result of that, I haven't really found... This was never really a part of me, you know. I was never really around it when I was growing up. Even though I've gone to, like, Catholic schools. Yeah. Obviously in school, you, you don't pay attention too much. No. 
um, the stuff that doesn't really interest you or stuff that you don't understand. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my, because my grandmother, I believe from my mother's side, she wasn't Catholic, but then she sort of found Catholicism later in life. And you tend to find that they're the strongest Catholics. Yeah. Mm. The people who find it in later life as opposed to the people who are born into it. Mm -hmm. So I think that very much wore off my mother. So she kind of felt the need to continue. There's none more fervent than a a convert. Oh, absolutely. Mm, So I think that's why she continued to, you know, make an effort to make it make the gesture of um, taking me and my sister to church and things like that. Fair to say you're a lapsed Catholic. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't go to church of my own volition. I don't really pray or practice Mm. the religion in Mm. any capacity. Um, I think I am baptized. Christened. Yeah. 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 Christened. I think I am. Okay. But I couldn't tell you for certain. Okay. Um, it's, it's not a question I've asked my family in any recent okay, time. Right. But I imagine, given my Pro- yeah, given my grandmother, I imagine it probably wouldn't have really given me much choice. Okay. Right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's kind of like where we're all, where we're all coming from. I suppose that's what you wanted to. Yes, that's where we're coming yeah. from. Uh, but yeah, back to the afterlife. Uh, yeah. No. Well. Yeah. Obviously, like uh, religion is very faith based because there's a lot of stuff <laughs> yes. that they talk about. Yeah, I know it's. Sad, but I'm getting to the, my point. All right. <laughs> okay, all right. Religion is faith based. <laughs> Fucking hell! My well, mind is. <laughs> well, yeah, because there's a lot of stuff you can't. Um, yeah, like the afterlife. There's no scientific way of proving whether there's an afterlife. Or not, because the only method in which you can do it, your test subjects not going to be able to tell you about it afterwards, right. are they? And if by some way you manage to get them back to telling you about it, that you know whether there was an afterlife, yeah, there's going to be plenty of people that are going to call bullshit. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, no, no, I, you know, I was. Oh yeah, yeah, the, you'll you know, get your skeptics. Definitely. You know, and that's happened. Like yeah. lots of people have died and then come back or whatever. Yes, but I don't know if any of them have reached like brain death. Oh no, they obviously haven't died. No, yeah. You know. No, no, like yeah. their hearts are stopped, but they haven't like they, yeah, yeah. they were never brain dead. Yes. So it, it can all be or it can always be written off as oh well that's like residual brain activity. Well of course, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like yeah, like I said, it's not a lot of stuff you can prove, but and I know Catholicism is an organized religion and there's like, you know, texts and everything written on it as well. So I know that contributes to it. But just like how um much of it there is and like the specificity of the religion and like the stories behind it, that is also that's something that you can sort of look at and go, but you know, there's so much of it. Catholicism is amongst the most insane ones. Okay. I would say. Right. Insane uh, in what respect? Because you have like Eastern religions, which you know they have like animal, you know, yeah, taking it, the form of animals and like all these different yeah, weird okay, details. but okay, I don't mean it in that. I don't mean wacky. I mean it's kind of well, just within the realm of Christianity, the specifics, the specificities of the Catholic Church are what mm. make it odd. Yes, like the fact that they think uh, wine literally turns into blood. Yes, it's not a metaphor. Yeah, it's called transubstantiation. They call it. Literally becomes the blood of Christ. Yeah, this literally becomes the body of Christ. They have a weird obsession with Mary as the, the mother of Christ mm. uh, that the rest of Christianity doesn't seem to have. And utterly, I mean, she did get pregnant on a weird, in a weird way. She did. Yeah. It was unusual. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, oh, no, I don't know what happened there. <laughs> how 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 am I pregnant? I did not sleep with anyone else. <laughs> and a a, a kind of inverted um, fascination with sex. Right. Which the Catholic Church particularly has. Okay. Which it is obsessed with it, but through its regulation. Yeah. You can't do this, you can't do it, but it is obsessed. It, everything is about sex with Catholics mm. all the time. Um, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, yeah, it is. This John stinks out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I just can. Um, 
But yeah, what was the like about the afterlife? What was the original? It's just do you believe yeah. in that? Oh, just to believe in that. Yeah, that's my main thing. It's like it's a it's an idea I can't shake. But that extends a lot to Catholicism. There's just kind of so much of it, and mm. there's a lot of details to it, and there's just a lot of stories. We like, but you know, okay, it's you know, if we want to take this literally and logically, there's probably a lot of stuff that just couldn't happen. But also, it's there, and you know, there's it's the stories remain consistent over all this time. You know, okay. I'm not saying that as like a, um, oh, this is why I believe it. Because, right. you know, oh, because they keep telling the same story. Right. Just like, maybe that's why I'm no, it so hard to shake. No, but I don't understand. And I, I know, I mean, let's say my, you know, my grandmother was, you, you know, I don't, I don't know of a week where she missed church. Mm. Like, uh, I, I, I'm pretty certain to the extent that if she went away on holiday, I don't know, I, she would have had to have found another one. For the on the Sunday, right, right, to, yeah. to go to a Sunday service. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, you know, so in that regard, I don't know a week where she would have not gone to it. Mm. When she passed away, the last thing she said was she she called out for uh, she was actually I think she, my great aunt, right. uh, my uh, she we called her Auntie Audrey, right, right. But she called out for her as like one of the last things she did, right. And they were the the, the consensus. I, th- I think in the room mm. uh, was they thought that, that that as she was going that was who she was seeing and feeling like she was being greeted by. Yeah. So, oh, was, was it was uh, your great aunt not with you at the time? No, 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 no. She she passed away. I see. Se- okay. Several years before. Right. Um. So it, it was like a and, and at this point I don't I don't remember her having come up in a conversation for a very long time. So for okay. her to come up in a conversation, it's like oh okay. And th- but that seemed to be I wasn't in the room at the time, so I can't say. Right. Okay. You right. know. But that was like a, oh, okay. But I know certainly in my family, it was comfort that if she, that she was going into an afterlife mm. and she was being greeted by our, my, you know, my great aunt, you know, because when the two of them did get together, for two people who were fairly, you know, straight and narrow most of the time, that's when shit hit the fan. Right. Because my great aunt was definitely a bad influence. Okay. Um, <laughs> You know, but like, um, you know, it was it, it was like a comfort to them. Mm. Like, oh, if that's who she's seeing, yeah. when, you know, you know, not the person she'd been married to, you know, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, right? Um, <laughs> uh, without going into that, um, but you, that was like a comfort. And then, you know, certainly the family, like my mother, my uncle, they were like, it, you know, she'll be at peace now. And I think you, everyone, looks for a kind of poetry, yeah, in that sort of stuff. I mean, I've done a little bit of reading about the experience of dying, and it was a thing released recently, I think. Basically, I can't remember all of it. The first thing that shuts down is your sense of humour. That goes pretty... When your brain starts to die, that goes first. Okay. Um, and then, I'm fucked then. <laughs> I think it's all quite quick, you know? It's, yeah. yeah. Um, this is happening within seconds. And your life does flash before your eyes. But not yeah. chronologically. You get like a mosaic of your life. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then you die. Okay. That's been the general scientific consensus on okay. the issue. So I think that's why a lot of people see past loved ones and that yes. sort of yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. To hark back to what you were saying, those stories obviously have durability mm-hmm. because they are dealing in archetypes. Yes. You know? Yeah. Uh, and those stories predate these religions mm. in different forms. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just that's the version that you, that you know, basically. Yeah. Um, but it's because they they speak to universal human truths. Do you know what I mean? In in such a... Like, I'm not... The Bible, they're, it's, like, brilliantly written. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. 
you can't deny that. And it's done such concision as well, mm. relatively speaking. That yes, it's going to stay forever because it captures truths. Yeah, if that hadn't been written, hadn't have been written, there would be something else yes. in its place. Yes. You know. Okay. Was that that question? I don't know. I mean, like, yeah, you, you can talk about, like, the whether, you know, <coughs> the afterlife or, like, you know, notable moments in the history of Catholicism, like, whether they really happened or not. Right. Uh, and that can sort of influence your decision as to whether you, you know, believe in that kind of stuff or mm. not. But also, it's just, like, the idea of belonging to a faith like that. Right. You know, it seems like a nice thing. Just pick a better faith. You think? Yeah. That's the thing with... Catholicism, it does seem to be a bit like, you know... Mad. If you, no, but like if you're not doing it right, um, you sort of... I'm sure it makes a serious point, guys. Sorry, Stop sorry. It. it is mad, though. We're gone. No, yeah, I'm not denying that. Yeah. That's what Jordan's into. Alright, I'm not, I'm not going to... Go on, make you, your you, point. You, 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 you have a go at me for not having an opinion. You. Make your point. And now I'm trying to have an opinion. Make your point. Because I'm not even trying to agree with this, but I'm just trying to have an opinion. Right. And you're just like making fun of me. So, so no, no more you know opinions. When, so you know when people say like, no more opinions. Sam, Sam's opinion side. does not reflect the views of Fun Limited Entertainment or yeah. whatever. So John's opinions doesn't ref- don't even reflect his own. <laughs> <laughs> not in this. Like okay. I feel so just, out of my depth. Okay, right now, good. Genuinely. But it's good to be out of your depth. Yeah. yeah. Go on, go on. Make I a point. point. Oh yeah, just like it's um, yeah, belonging to a faith like that seems yeah. like a nice thing. Okay. The problem. The problem with Catholicism, I think, is that if you're not doing it right, you're made to feel guilty, and I don't like that guilt. Catholics are big on guilt. Yes. Yeah. I think. If, I think if the sense of guilt wasn't so like strong and like right. you know not endorsed endorsed is the wrong word, but like you know Catholics do kind yeah. of make you feel bad if you're not being a Catholic proper. Yeah. Then maybe I'd be more open to okay going to church and stuff. But then there's the whole priest thing as well. That's a Which bit of a downer. Which is kind yeah. of unique to Catholicism, really. Yes. Not exclusive. No. There's something there, clearly. Yes. It's a it's a legitimate psychological phenomenon, isn't it? As Spotlight taught us. Yeah, I can't remember the... the 3%? Thing of it, though. Is it 3% or 13% of all priests? It's a lot. It's yeah. definitely a lot. It's a ridiculous amount. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know if what that's... Because obviously, as a priest, you're not allowed to marry. That's it. Um, but is it that? Why... Because young boys is the is the typical thing, right? That's the more. I, I don't know if it's more common, but you certainly hear about it more. Yeah, I it might be more common. That, okay. that I just don't know. Yeah, is that like the logical manifestation of not being able to marry someone? I think it's. Uh, they think boys are less likely to talk about it. Okay. I think that's part of it. Okay. Depending on oh God, I don't really want to get. Yeah, into we're getting into heavy. Depending on here. what you do what they do, it's less visible than if they did something with a girl. I see. Okay. You see what I'm saying? I see yeah. what you're saying, yeah. Because I, I get, you know, this covers the spectrum of kissing to... Uh, I don't. I really don't want to get yeah, it. Yeah. But yeah. my guess would be, I, you know, a lot of conservatives I, I've, I've said that, um, oh, you just shouldn't have gay priests then. They, they, A lot of them seem to think that it's latent homosexuality. Right, okay. Which could genuinely be a factor. People who are guilty about their own sexuality because they were raised religious. Yeah. Become a priest as like the ultimate competitive measure. Yeah. Uh, I'll fucking push this down. Mm. I can't help but... Yes. You know. Okay. But I do think a lot of them target boys particularly because boys are less likely to... It's a practical decision. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because uh, they're less... Li- to call that practical. They're, they're less likely to... They're more ashamed about it. So they're yeah. less likely to tell anybody. Okay. I, can't, I can't find the percentage. Okay. Reason. But it's it's at least three mm. of all priests. Yeah. yeah. So that's an issue as well, isn't it? Yes. But I don't know how... Um, 
yes, obviously doesn't shine um, no. uh, positively on Catholicism. No. But I wonder how much of that is a deterrent for people just to the faith in general. Because oh, now I think that massively. Yeah, I think when people think of Catholic priests, that's what they think. Yes. Well, Catholicism in general, would you say? People think of that? Yeah, you hear the word Catholic, you tend to think yeah. priest. But that I mean, that think. seems to be like, in terms of jokes about religion, Yeah, most of, if not, yeah, most of them are um, directed at the Catholics, aren't they? Maybe, yeah. Yeah. I mean, part of it is just like people unaware of other religions, mm-hmm. um, but also like... People get very uncomfortable when um, you know you start making fun of Islam. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. even Judaism. I don't feel like a lot of that is that's you know it's more just like the the cliche, the stereotype of a Jew as opposed to uh, the religious. You know, making fun of. The I religion. don't know. I mean, I I think there's kind of I think there's less to go off with Jews. Okay. I think that okay. A yeah, if not many people know much about it if they're not exposed to it. Mm. I don't, you know, a lot of people know about Judaism. Jews have had a, te- you know, a bad rap historically. Yes. They've had a bad lot, rather. Oh, yeah. Um, for all of time, really. And oh, so yeah. there's a sense of... Yeah, from the start. Let's leave them alone sort of yeah. thing. Uh, but also, Judaism is the most, like, ignoring certain orthodox practices. It's barely a religion. Do you know okay. what I mean? It's kind of just like a... Like, they don't... I don't think they believe in an afterlife. Okay. They're all about... There's very little dogma. It's all about just, like leading a good life and okay mm. okay but it's you know it's very not rabbis will swear and smoke they'll be the first to kind of say they don't really know what they're doing i see okay it's a very humble it's been humbled okay yeah, frankly and so there's kind of less to prod mm. whereas with false because it takes itself so seriously yes i mean the jewish sense of humor you know that's a known thing oh yeah yeah they they have a good sense of humor about themselves because you have to if you're going to put up with that much oh yes <laughs> you know um oppression over the years but yeah. catholics they still take it very, very seriously. Mm. And it's said it like they've got a lead, like Judaism has no leader, mm. you know. Yeah. Catholics, there's this one guy mm. dressed in a in a dress with a funny hat, and this guy represents God on earth. Yes. It's mad. It's gen. It's mad. Genuinely mad. And all the stuff, you know, ignoring the, the priest stuff, like all the money that's gone into the Vatican, all the gold, and mm. the weird. They've got a very like. Obviously, the sexual obsession, yeah, which is part of the priest thing, I think, but also the like the, the hierarchy of it. Like, it's so bureaucratic almost. Mm. There are bishops and cardinals, and yeah, it's an infrastructure. It's like, is this a religion or a business? Like, I'm not really sure what you're doing. Here. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, we're getting into the um, the what you call it, the nitty gritty. No, no, just kind of like the you've got. Catholicism, the faith, and then you've got Catholicism, the institution. Qu- yes, yeah, yeah. We're getting more into that side of it. Yeah, which yes, I think is definitely its own thing. Mm-hmm. And I would think I again because I'm sort I was sort of brought up in a neutral household. Mm-hmm. I barely had any discussions with my parents about yeah. either side of you know. Yeah, I don't think my dad has ever stated a position, even if that position was I don't believe in anything. Right. Okay. My mum is a little more open to those kind of discussions, and I don't want to misrepresent her views on the podcast. Right. But I think. I think yeah. she doesn't like the institutional side of Catholicism. Right. She's more about, you know, how it sort of, you know, the smaller communal kind of um, right. thing is what she Because, again, my grandmother, after finding her faith, she spent a lot of time at the church. You know, she um, 
was head of the choir. My right. my mother and my sister were in the choir. She would go down there on weekends mm-hmm. and she would, you know, help out with events. And so they were kind of um, grew up and sort of surrounded by the communal aspect of mm-hmm. it, which is sort of the the big takeaway from Catholicism, I think, isn't it? It's supposed to be your part of a you're part of a whole. I think that's any religion, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah. I think Catholicism that's one of the things it prides itself on is like we yeah. are one. Mm, right. We are one entity, you know, and you know, we are all one. <laughs> yeah. Um yes, well, and then when you get to yeah, when you get to that point where yeah, there's this infrastructure and there are these like levels mm. of faith and you know, the Vatican and all that. That's when it gets a bit like, oh, we're kind of getting away from what the point, the point of it all now. My father, who's who's a spiritualist, the amount of I'll walk in a room and he's on the phone talking to someone else from the church and they're just kind of gossiping about someone in the church. Yeah. I just, I think with any group of people in any environment, there's going to be kind of little betrayals and backstabbing, and he's talking about her and that sort of thing. Mm. But I just kind of feel like I say to him, y- "You're a spiritualist. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> As how are you not in constant amazement and awe? Because according to you, we we don't die. We just move. We move to a different place. Yeah." yeah. And you can communicate with them as far as you're concerned. Yeah. How are you not constantly just like? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't make sense to me that you can like find time to mm. scrap. Yeah, to that's, deal with the little problems. Yeah, it's just yeah. human nature, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but, uh, Yeah. Well, that was, a, that was a big topic. Yeah. Uh, what's the next question? Uh, what is your favourite dessert? Uh, mint chocolate chip ice cream. Ooh, apple strudel. Ah, oh, see, vanilla cheesecake for me. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs>